Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Waldo Waldman. Lieutenant Colonel Waldo Waldman is known as the Wingman. He is a leadership speaker, executive coach, and the author of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller, Never Fly Solo. A graduate of the Air Force Academy, Waldo helps leaders and organizations accelerate performance in highly competitive and changing environments. Waldo overcame massive claustrophobia and a fear of heights to become a combat-decorated fighter pilot with over 65 combat missions. He believes the key to building a culture of trust lies with your wingmen, those who help you to overcome obstacles, adapt to change, and achieve success. In business and in life, you should never fly solo. Waldo is also the founder of the Wingman Foundation, a 501c3 whose mission is to build funds and awareness for veterans in need. An inductee into the prestigious Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, his clients include Marriott, American Express, AT&T, and Home Depot. He's been featured on Fox and Friends, MSNBC, Inc. Magazine, and the Harvard Business Review. Well, good afternoon, Waldo. Welcome to the show. Great to be here, Brian. Awesome. Amazing. You've got a lot of energy. You've got a great story to tell. We just had some time behind the mic before I hit the record. And again, thank you for your service. We both serve, but I, but I have a high respect for those pilots up there protecting our freedom. So thank you again. I appreciate that. You've got families mutual. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to jump right into these questions, Waldo. I want to talk a lot about, have you talk a little bit about what you do? You've got quite the career as a combat pilot board member, speaker, and now leadership keynote speaker and founder of The Wingman. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? So for me, you know, I, I, I love challenge. Uh, I graduated the Air Force Academy and joined the military, not just because I wanted to fly. I mean, every kid's dream is to fly or most of them is, but I just like to to be in situations where I'm pushed, where I'm challenged, where I step out of my comfort zone. I call it dysfunctional for whatever reason, but I just love being pushed to my limits and what a great place to do it in an F-16. And then I was blessed to, you know, interact with some amazing men and women in the military. You know, this being in the service, the, the people you meet, the, the inspiration, the examples of, of great values and work ethic and commitment were, were some of the drivers that, that kept me in the military and, Flying F-16s and being in combat, serving my country, being shot at a little bit and shooting some missiles, watching my life flash before my eyes a few times, uh, definitely was an eye opener. Uh, but it really, once again, underscored the importance of trust, of excellence, of preparation, of service and having a meaning to your mission. So that's really what drives me now. As a keynote speaker and leadership coach, I, I work with some of the biggest brands in the world, including the Denver Broncos and Dell and all across multiple industries about what it takes to be that wingman, a wingman, that trusted partner that you could go to for help. And when you create that environment in your personal and professional lives and people feel comfortable coming to you for help and they realize that they're not flying solo, they have you on their wing, man, great things can happen. And that's, uh, that's what I do. And I love it. Thank you. That's amazing. And, and believe me, that adrenaline rush, we've all been there. We've served in some pretty scary situations in our military service, for sure. Waldo, leading into that next question, then tell us how you mastered your fears, becoming a top combat fighter pilot. And now, obviously, you're taking that to be an internationally keynote speaker. 
So most people don't know this, that I, I suffered with two major fears. Number one was a fear of heights. Before I went to the Air Force Academy, I realized I had a, a massive fear of heights. I was a kid that didn't uh, jump off the little diving board at, at the local community pool. I didn't go on roller coasters, et cetera. And then at the Air Force Academy, when I, there was a 33 feet high diving board in gym class that you had to jump off of. If you didn't do it, you wouldn't graduate. <laughs> so here I am facing my fears off this 10 meter board. And I'm sure you're familiar with it, Brian, being a Marine. You know, I was the last in my class to do it, but facing that fear of heights and then almost dying in a scuba diving accident three years into my flying career where I had a panic attack, uh, developed claustrophobia, something that was kind of didn't know I had, but I suffered from panic attacks and claustrophobia most of my flying career. Now, for those listening, if you can imagine being strapped into a tiny little cockpit of an F-16 on an eight-hour night mission over Iraq, and then, you know, having a little panic attack saying, I got to get the heck out of this thing. You can imagine what it was like, you know, facing my fears uh, of claustrophobia. But I, I pushed through it. I built something very important these days that we need, something called resilience. I did it by my preparation, my meditation, my my faith, and also by focusing on my teammates when I was in combat. You see, when we distract ourselves from ourselves and focus on who needs us, uh, or a parent or of, of a loved one, and we know what it's like to like to have love unconditionally. And any parent who's you know on that diving board and they see their loved one or their child in the water screaming, mommy, daddy, help me, you're jumping off that diving board uh, no matter how high it is, because you love that person, you love that child. And that's kind of service. And I believe love is service and action. And we could talk about this for hours. But let's just say when I distracted myself by focusing on who needed me, that's when life became easier. And I was able to stay present and overcome my phobias and fears. And I think it's a great tool to anyone who suffers in, with that in their life. That's an amazing story. I mean, just to be a combat fighter pilot or a fighter pilot, not even in combat, right? But but being in combat and then you're having those challenges of claustrophobia and panic attacks is is something phenomenal. So I'm glad you're sharing your story with us. Waldo, are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies in what you do today? If not, is there maybe a cool tool or app you found useful that you might be able to share with us? Yes, sir. So as a speaker, right? You know, I, I, I travel the world, but I do a lot virtually now. We sell virtually. We do programs virtually. I just work with Amerisource Bergen and uh, a lot of big companies with through their virtual meetings. So, you know, leveraging some of my skills, flying fighters, you know, if you could picture that cockpit, all the tools and technologies, the weapon systems, you had to be a nerd. You had to understand digital and upgrades to software is like constantly in the military. So we always in the books studying learning, geeking out. And the best fighter pilots were the geeks. So geeks out there, I respect and commend you. And I know you're one of them, Brian, right? In, in your world of cybersecurity and, and SEO and, and the digital landscape. So right now you saw when we were talking, I, I have something called uh, eCam and I incorporate that something with something called Stream Deck. So eCam is like a kind of a digital camera and it allows me to import video, graphics, music, et cetera, through my digital presentations, my virtual presentations, and also on sales calls. Listen, the lighting, the microphone, your camera, we are connecting 
digitally and through this virtual meeting more than ever. And I know I saw one of the things on, on Zoom that you had on your, on your LinkedIn post. You know, Zoom is a great asset to teams, et cetera. So I use this in my sales and in my presentations because one button press shows a graphic, shows a video, my microphone, all those things that allow you to connect more authentically, more realistically, you know, just easily is a great thing to have. Uh, leverage it. Uh, get uncomfortable with it. I had some great friends who helped me incorporate these into my business because at the end of the day, we can't do it all. When you call a wingman, hey, that eases your stress, gives you peace of mind as long as you're willing to do the work. Thank you. Appreciate that. And we are a digital publication. So we focus on emerging technologies. And I always like to hear what people are doing in their business. So thank you. Thank you. Last question, Waldo. Can you share something from your career experience that might help someone that's looking to grow their career in either leadership or entrepreneurship? You may have kind of heard me say it just, just now, and it's part of my Never Fly Solo concept. It's allowed me to run a very successful business where I transitioning from the military and then to the tech space. By the way, I was in technology, uh, virtual training, distributed learning back in the early 2000s, by the way. So uh, I kind of carved my teeth in that. And then I was in M&A. But here's the deal. Whether you're an entrepreneur, kind of stepping out of your comfort zone, driving sales, building relationships, figuring out new technologies to incorporate and marketing social media, or you're in business now looking to scale, increase your reputation capital, build rapport, uh, make more money, etc. If you have the courage to ask for help, if you're true to yourself, authentic to yourself, and courageous enough to realize you may not have the answers. If you take off your mask, ask for help and, uh, and build those relationships with people before you necessarily need them, you will find your skill set, your mindset and your heart set will be even better and, and more capable for you. So, you know, best way to find a wingman is to be one. Be that asset, that tool, that resource to others. Be willing to inconvenience yourself if you need to. Go out of your way to volunteer, help people. And you're going to build a repertoire, a, a reputation of, of commitment, of the go-to guy or gal. And you'll also build a huge list of top guns in your life who, when you need help and the missiles of adversity and change are coming and you need someone to lift you up, give you an idea, a tool, a resource, an asset, you're going to be able to be that much more confident because uh, the world is is challenging these days and you have to have those relationships in your life, but be willing to ask for help and take that action. And you're going to be that much more capable and confident to take those courageous, risky steps that top guns take. Awesome. Thank you again. I really do appreciate that. And you've inspired somebody here on the podcast. Say one of our guests at a minimum is going to be inspired when we share this story out to our global audience. Waldo, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. You got it. If you, people want to learn more, just Google Waldo Waldman. I'm on LinkedIn, social media, et cetera. And I mentioned before, if you go to yourwingman.com, yourwingman.com forward slash NFS, like never fly solo, you can get a free audiobook download to my New York Times, Wall Street Journal bestseller, Never Fly Solo. So that's a gift uh, uh, from Brian and me. And I wish, uh, wish you the best, sir. And thanks for digging the well for our country and uh, being a great Marine today. Thank you, sir. Thanks you again for the service, the gift, and bye for now. Bye.